millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Gold Coast Titan Scoop. How do you see them performing this year? Do you see them being similar or slight improvement? Or is it sort of hard with how many great teams there are in the comp coming into this season? Yeah, well... Uh... As you say, there are a few good ones. There's a lot of people fighting to get in the eight and they might be just on the fringe of that come 11th or 12th. So there could be some room for improvement. Yeah, it's hard to see how many they do get past to crack into that top eight. Or It'll be good to see how Des Hasling has them running. But yeah, early injuries to Fafida and Campbell out until round four or five, I think, certainly won't help their start. Hopefully they can perform well anyway. Definitely, mate. With, uh, with Tanner Boyd, Looks like he does have this halfback spot. Do you see much improvement on his 46 average last year? Not really. I mean, he was a moneymaker last year because he was going to get this big role and then he did that big role and now we're looking at him priced because of that. So not really much value there. Definitely, mate. AJ Brimson, definitely confirmed he's staying at centre even with the Campbell injury. He's been training there all preseason. Is there any value on him, obviously, with a round two buy for all of these guys? They have a softer draw. And how much do you put on a softer draw at the beginning of a season in fantasy? Um, you can put a decent amount on a soft draw, but you can't go too much all in. I mean, last year we had, who do we have? We had the Knights take advantage of their soft draw a little bit. We had the Cowboys not take advantage of it. And we had some draws and some teams that we thought would do really well and didn't, and then some that we weren't expecting to do well and then completely flipped the script in the Warriors and came top four. So you can never be certain exactly what's going to happen, and especially if you're going outside backs with early season rust, you probably want them to be on the cheaper side rather than the more expensive side. But yeah, somebody like a Jaden Campbell would would have worked. He's got a much higher average than he's currently priced at. Early season's draw, nice, but he's injured. So you probably got to wait a few rounds for that. Yeah, with Brimson, how you've noted in there that uh, yeah, he'd be solid as a half option, uh, center option for us. But he's got the half and wing fullback duel already. How, how did they not change that? Knowing you know, uh, a good chance that he play center this year. Yeah, um, sometimes they have a couple of goofs every year, and I think it, it is a factor that you can't have more than two positions. You can't be a triple position player. <laughs> 
Um, otherwise, Brimson would be quite, kind of quite appealing, actually. But yeah, um, <laughs> priced at 40, and he's not going to be a center keeper, and he's probably not going to be a wing fullback keeper or a half keeper. Just the fact that he has to average 50 to be one of those guys, and he's not even going to be able to do that in your center slot, makes it sort of hard to pick him up. Definitely, mate. And uh, Jaden Campbell looks like it's round four, five, six, somewhere there. He's taking a little bit longer to get back from his uh, patella dislocation injury. So at 459, mate, you said he's he's underpriced on that. Are we just going to watch him for a week or two first when he comes back? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he, he's he been out for how many months? It's quite a long time. So if they ease him into it, uh, like if we see Keeney on the bench, uh, in his return week, I'm not going to touch him until Keeney isn't there. So it, it's going to be a factor of does he start back quickly or slowly? And really, we, we've seen that he can average mid-40s at fullback pretty easily, and he's priced low to mid-30s. He's going to be a lot of value. It's just going to be delayed, and we're not dead sure on how much it's going to be even when he's back. Definitely. Uh, Aaron Clark saying they to wait until he's starting lock. Yeah, well, we've been trying to get him there for a season or so now with Liu, but I don't know if we're going to get it. Tino might Tino might move back to lock and they might run like Palacio and Fodawaka props or something like that. So until he's starting 13, he's not a buy. Yes, they're going to be a massive watch this week. Obviously not na- really naming any of their starters in their first trial. A bit more like how you know last year played out and how most years play out with that first trial. So next week will will be so you'll you'll have all this information and, and take it as you will going into that trial, study it, and then uh, you'll be able to make some decisions as to what positions these guys end up in, and and more of a chance of knowing how they're going to line up for round one. Mate Isaac Fasulamala, uh, are we here? Had a really big, really good trial there. Um, probably the big thing to note there was he's the, he was the leader in that forward pack, which meant that all of the other starting 17 players did not play and likely to feature next week. So even if he was to make that bench, I, I do think he's improved, but where, where do the minutes come from with when Palacia return? Oh, it comes there now. It's really, really hard. Hey, because they brought Palacia over for a reason. He's going to be at least I'd say like a 30, 35, 40 t- minute type player. And they've got Fodawaka who averaged a lot more minutes than I remembered last year. Actually, he actually oh, yeah. averaged like over 60 and then you've got Tino and you've got Jolifig back from his pec tear. It's just not going to be there for him, I think. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, but yeah, I have to wait for injuries for sure with him. Uh, Tino, mate, is there any thoughts in starting with with Tino, given he his ability to score tries, especially against some of the softer teams? It's a tough one because two years in a row now, he started slow and then finished absolutely on fire. Mm. So with that early buy, it doesn't really make me want to go for him. As you said, he can go big against soft teams and score tries, but you really need him to do that from the get-go in order to put that much money into him. I'd sort of be looking more towards Murray, who we know can go that 60-plus uh, if he gets the role that he needs. Definitely. Both Fillmore, mate, we're at 660K, we're going to be missing David Fafita to start the year, so there is a, an edge spot up for grabs who will speak about it. It's likely a Stimson or a Cleese Haas or something like that. But for Fillmore, does that, does that help him? If he was to start on the left, does he at a price where you could look to pick him up, given he averaged a little over that, or is it just too big of a risk to start? It's too much for me. You've got, as I said in the Tigers video, you've got so many edges that are about the 400, 500K mark who could average within a couple of points of that. 
and there's just not really a lot of room for these expensive guys who are sort of maybe borderline fringe keepers. I'd be much more interested in like a, a Katoa who could probably score better, a little cheaper, and I'm still not really looking at him with an early buy similar to Fermor because of these other options. For sure, mates. And uh, for Fido, we just you know, have a look and mid-season or whenever he comes back and go from there. Is he worth picking up, let's just say, in around six or something like that uh, and going on a bit of a run into origin, like if he's obviously the premier edge? Yeah, well, those who started with him last year were absolutely laughing when he was pumping out those massive, massive scores. It's going to be a little harder to pick him up now before origin because that time is reduced and then it'll be missing again. But yeah, you're going to want him in your team at some point. It's just going to be when the price is right and when the points are right. Definitely, mate. Uh, what are your thoughts on Jojo Fafita as a player? At 413, is, is he of any interest? Look, he's probably got a couple, but he scores a bit better at center than wing and Brimson's gone to center now. So I really don't see a spot for him back in those centers. It's going to be likely a battle between him, Camprera and Sami for two wing spots. So yeah, not not on my top of my list. Definitely, mates. And uh, yeah, Mofo, you've got him there. It obviously averaged 48 for the year, average over 60 minutes. So the PPM, if that could improve, it, it would be great, right? But otherwise, he's, um, he's priced too high, isn't he? Yeah, I think... It was either him or it might have been Ferrells who sort of got to about that 40, 45 and then really slowed down if they got the extra minutes. So missing a couple more tackles just because they're on the field for so long. So I think even with those big minutes, he only averaged about 52 when he played over 60 minutes. So look, you'd need probably something to happen similar to last year when Jolifey was out long-term with that pec injury in order to even look at Mo, but yeah, he's priced himself up because of that and not really one for me. Yeah. Well, they've bolstered the forward pack, haven't they? So it's hard to find extra value in any of those guys that played really big minutes last year. That's for sure. Tony Francis had a really good trial, mate, but it seems like he's obviously behind in the pecking order being in that first trial. Cleese Haas, he played that one as well, but I think it was to get some, some good minutes into him and, and see if he's ready for round one. If it happens to be him that they do pick Stimson played as well and captained this game. At 415k, he was the cheap guy last year, wasn't he? And he did score well on the edge, but yeah, you worried about that price? Yeah, I'm definitely worried about that price. He'd need to start in order to be value. And I mean, he kind of is priced up because of that. And so at the moment, I have Stimson probably playing 60 minutes and him playing off the bench for 20 or maybe 20 in a little bit of middle or something like that until we get Fafita back. And then, I mean, he could be out of the team. Mm. Yeah, and even if it's the other way, um, with someone to cover on the bench and he's not playing 80, then he'd need to score 40 in 60 minutes, which is a tough ask for any edge, isn't it? Um, yep. Especially a young a young fella. Brian Kelly continues to score well, doesn't he, mate? A 41.6 as the average last year. If if we see him in that starting center jersey, is he someone that you can look at or is the round two by kind of cook you? Because the soft draw and he's, he's a very, very good player in a, in a better team. I'm... I've listed him as an avoid because I don't see a reason for this. But if he can reduce negatives for some reason, he could actually turn into a very good player. Did you know that he had minus 10 on average in negatives a game last year? And he still averaged like over 40. That's something to keep an eye on if he can get it down. But for now, yeah, not, not someone to probably go for. There's a few guys like that, isn't it? Like you look at Harry Grant and he's he's up at that number too with with missed mm. tackles, the penalties, the errors, like it all adds up, but they just score in so many other ways, which which Kelly does. And that's probably the big thing that 
Dane Gagai doesn't have is is those big negative numbers. Um, and he just is attack, attack, tackle breaks, run meters, tackles. Like um, I see him as a, a yeah, like a, a lesser version of probably Gagai at that that type of way that he can play and just so strong, yeah. isn't he? So uh, mate, let's go straight to Keanu Keeney. Obviously, Cam Pereira just a bit priced up and has too many low scores in his game. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Game at this point, I just say basically Saab at the Titans. Yeah, that's fair. If you can't crack a 30 average with 90% try screen, just don't buy. Yep, fair play, 28 average. Keanu Kenny, mate, uh, 279. So, yes, close to basement. Obviously, had a, a really cracking game last year and is a young talent. Like, is is he someone that, let's just say that Campbell was back in in round four, which isn't very nice. What's the benefit of of, have, of actually starting with someone rather than having to sort of, you know, we, we talk about those like three-week plays that if you traded them in, you have to trade them out as well. So it's a couple of trades. Whereas if you start with someone, talk, talk about the benefit of, of actually starting with someone and having to only yeah. make one trade. Someone who I will compare him to last year, which is, look, best case scenario. Last year, we had somebody who we thought might get three weeks and they would probably be gone. And they were actually there for longer than expected. Turned out to be basically the best moneymaker of the year in Bryce Cartwright. Somebody who now is also massively underpriced, basically basement, can score 40-plus. I think he had a reserve grade average of like 50. If you start with him, you're not going to waste two trades getting him in and out. And he'll make you at least some money and some good scores in the meantime. If it's only two rounds, yeah, it's a bit of a flop. You've probably only made 50, 60K. If it's three rounds, well, you've probably made close to 100. I don't know if it's enough. But if it's any more than that, all of a sudden... He's been a very solid scorer in a dire position and you've, you've made quick money off him and you can pretty much just flick him up to Campbell almost at a sideways trade from a basement guy. So I, that's something that I'm really interested in and I'm going to be keeping a close ear on any news as we get towards TLT because if that's going to blow out to round five for certain or even like around six, it's 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 pretty appealing what he can do. Yeah, in a pretty tough position, obviously, the wing fullback. It's one of those things, if a guy has some upside, if he got you like a 46 or 48 or something in one of the games, you've got a, a great score out of it. He makes some money from that. Um, and yeah, we, we all we all start with with outside backs that don't have a lot of upside in, in most years. You, you think of Harley Smith-Shields and Tommy Talao's and um, God, Isaac Thompson's and these types of guys that we've started with 
in previous years and you know they don't cook our seasons whereas this guy has some upside and and you know has some money making potential as well so the re- the round two buy sucks obviously but he's not coming up against panthers outside of that or, or broncos and it's um yeah it's definitely a, a nice one to to chuck in your starters especially when like we saw chevy stewart and yeah. you know ko weeks and these guys probably not have the um massive upside right um where Ke- keeney has that yeah, I was going to compare him to Chevy. I actually, after I, after I had that news, I thought mm, I'll probably chuck Keeney in my starters and put Chevy in my reserves because that's like Chevy might make more money in the end because he's going mm. to be there for longer. But Keeney could also be 15 more points a game for those weeks that he's there. Yeah, at least with weeks you'll have, if he does get the six, you'll have that base, like defensively look pretty good, which is cool. Um, but yeah, again, where's the upside? Whereas Keeney at fullback against a softer draw has that. And that's what you look for. Um, you do have to take some risk in, in fantasy to do really well. And and he's probably a guy that, um, yeah, if you do have some cover on the bench, then then he's a guy that you can take that risk on very easily at that price. That's for sure. Mate, uh, we enjoyed watching a bit of Chris Randall last year come out and, and do really well, but he's probably priced himself out of it, hasn't he? Yeah, he he was a solid work rate guy last year, but yeah, Verrills is back and all these Fords are back. It's like he's pretty much one for anti-fantasy, honestly. Yeah, they had so many um, middle forwards out at the end of the year. Clark and, and Randall got to show their stuff, um, which is what drags us in the next year, isn't it? Obviously, with Clark being a bit cheaper than than what Randall is. Phil Sami, mate, had a really, really good year last year. Average 37. Do you see any scope for his improvement? Well, there's very, something very interesting that I wasn't expecting to find when I went through the Titans. That's why I like to make these spreadsheets because you will find stuff that isn't what you're thinking initially. So you've got Brimson, right? Brimson's moving to center. Sami has to either move to wing or out of the team. If he is wing, he actually scored a lot better there last year than he did at center. He averaged like 28 at center, like from four or five games and 40.9 on the wing or something like that. Now with that Titans early draw, he could get rack up a few big ones. So I think he averaged six tackle breaks a game and 190 run meters. So he's basically a discount version of Greg Marsu. And there's some, there's a new rule coming in this year that also excites me for that. There's, well, a different interpretation of the downtown rule, which honestly could mean more um, kick return meters from your outside backs who are taking those uh, kick defusals and, and running it back towards the line. So if somebody like Sami could really benefit from that and bump up his run meters even more, you could have somebody who's got a center duel who's averaging low to mid 40s uh, early year, cruising up towards 600K, and then you just move on to somebody when the time is right. Yeah, I was actually thinking about it yesterday when they were, the commentators mentioned the downtown thing. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that should affect it. It, se- it seems like it's probably only going to affect it a little bit because I didn't see too much of a change in the trials over the weekend. But um, definitely something to note that, yeah, you maybe get that one or two defenders that, that you know, can't rush up that quickly or or whatever it is. All that, what, so the rule is basically that you have to be behind the behind the play the ball is all, and then you're good. Yeah. You're, good you're good to go down. Yeah, I think so. So it basically just means it takes longer for all of the defenders to get there and you've got a longer wind-up essentially. So we could see Greg Marshu averaging 12 tackle breaks a game instead of nine now if he's getting if he's getting a warm-up. But yeah, uh, um, I, I think it's not going to make too much of a difference, but it might just add a little bit more ceiling to some of these some of these guys who take those big run meters. We might see Dylan Edwards run 250 meters a game this year instead of 220. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, Teddy looks so good on the weekend. Ken Mamalo is one of those guys that runs so hard back. He might have a 25 meter run run up to into the defense. And there's, there's going to be some heads flying everywhere <laughs> to be um yeah, to love watching him run, that's for sure. Anywho, we moved to guys like Aaron Shop. He kind of worked hard on the weekend, but is he going to be there? Probably not. Harley Smith Shields scored pretty well as as well. It looked like he had a few turnover tackles and the like there, but a couple of guys there you've got probably outside the 17. Yeah, it's just with Kelly and Brimson are going to be like, it's hard to drop them and Brimson's not going to be dropped. Kelly, I can't really see being dropped unless something goes drastically wrong. It's going to have to be injury, I think. Yeah, for sure. And then Sammy Verrills, mate, we'll finish with him at 553. Uh, What are your thoughts on him? So I thought there was initially quite a decent chunk of value there because I think he only played about 65 minutes last year with injuries. But his work rate declined as he played the full 80. Either he paced himself or he gets to the end of those games and is really tired and misses a few. So he averaged like 40 in in 65 minutes um, and then only like 45 in a full 80. So I think he'll play 80 more weeks than not. But yeah, you've got to wonder whether uh, that's going to happen all the time. And also, I mean, even... Even just that, that's not enough value to have five points upside to really go for somebody different. That's not, is it? Uh, that last one, they told me, I was just reading your notes there, that he was 77 kilos last year. That's wild. I would get absolutely killed in the NRL and I'm 95 kegs. So, uh, I, I, wild. Tom Starling would fold me in half. I'm a bit of a <laughs> five foot 10 stick. <laughs> yeah, I'm five foot 10 too. What's, um, what's Starling? He'd, he, what, what would he be? 80, 82 kilos? Oh, uh, 80 something, something yeah. like that. You got your Jai Grays and your Tom Weavers down at about 78, 79, something they're like so, that. They're so impressive, aren't they? These these footy mm-hmm. players are so tough. All right, let's go to the um pack predictor, mate. So you've got Mo Fodawaker probably down a tick at fifty-five. That, that makes a lot of sense given the the quality of forwards they have. You've got Isaac Liu in the in the fourteen role with with Tino playing at thirteen. Is that yeah, you, you don't see Liu um holding that thirteen spot or even Clark to get that? It could be something that we see. I'm not fully sold on it, but it did move back into that at the end of last year. I'm not sure if that's purely through injury or they've wanted it to move back there. But yeah, either way, you're going to have Fodawaker playing tons of minutes, Tino playing tons of minutes, and then if it's Tino prop, Palacio will be on the bench and probably taking a chunk of lock. Liu taking probably a few more minutes in that case. And maybe mm. Clark. And then in that case, you would probably have more of a chance of like a bench hooker or something. Like, yeah. <clears throat> sorry, when, when Fafita's back there, that's such an incredible forward pack, isn't it? With the um mm. the guys that can come off the bench as well with with Jolliffe. And um, he was great you know, when he started last year as well. And Palacia either starts or, or bench. I think it's that same minutes e- either way. So I suppose the big thing with them, the only way you could get some value out of this forward pack is if there is a, a bench hooker or something like that, right? Yeah, I think well even even at the moment Stimson last year played a lot of 57, 61, 63 type minute games. Mm-hmm. So you're going to lose that when Fafita comes back cuz he'll play 80. I don't think they're going to play games anymore with that and play him 60 minutes they didn't last year. And yeah, it, it's going to be tough for some of these guys to make value because they had injuries and uh last year keeping them high. They're a little bit like 
the Dolphins and the Cowboys in that there's a few players returning or going there that are just going to make it really hard for them to go up and more likely to go down. Definitely, mate. And uh, after that, obviously, nice start. The round two by obviously hurts them a little bit, but a fairly nice start outside of that. Talk us through sort of round eight onwards. You've got some red in there with the Warriors, the, the buy in round 13 and 17. What do you see with with their draw and and uh, when you're looking to hold or, or trade players there? I think the Titans are a really good team to find cash cows for, uh, or at least a couple of guys who'll do well early on. And then they're probably going to want to sell them as it gets hard and they peak in about that round eight. Um, yeah, when you've got three of the top four teams from last year in five rounds and then Knights as well and possibly Cowboys who are on the improve a little bit, it's just going to be really tough for anybody except the Fords to score well. So maybe that is the time you bring a feeder in. But, I mean, that's also starting to get close to origin as well. So for me, the Titans want to avoid mid-season until they're pretty much done. And then you load up with your Tinos and your Fafitas and stuff like that. Tino in round 20, eh? Yep. <laughs> Fafita probably too. Um, yeah, all right. I think we leave the, the Titans one there as well. A fairly quick one at that. Obviously, the big one's going to be their their um their match that they play in the second trial, and and we'll get more of an idea um, as to how really that we're we're really looking at that that fullback slot uh, slot there for sure, and and that's probably it at this point uh, until round three, and like the Tigers there, round two and three, uh, the the couple of rounds we're looking at for those two. Um, yes, cheers, mate. We'll um finish it off with the Warriors now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 